Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the High Priestess Podcast. My name is Laura Michelle Gray. I am your host. I am a medicine woman, priestess, soul entrepreneur. And today I am here to talk about how to free yourself from external expectation. How do you free yourself from other people's expectations of you, the judgment of other people, of really valuing your worth based on what you've accomplished and what that what those accomplishments look like in the eyes of other people. The thing that inspired this episode today is actually something really personal, something that I have been moving through and I've been really, really finding myself in and finding God in and <laughs> been expanded and cracked open into and Really, it's this this truth that life on Earth, at its core, is about the journey and the growth and the development of our souls. The external, the, the life that we live on the manifest forms, is only ever something that's meant to catalyze us on an internal level. And we often see it the other way around, right? We feel like, oh, we have to get the internal right for the purpose of manifesting the external. It can work that way, right? The external is going to be a, a reflection of the internal, but the reason the external is a reflection of the internal is because it's meant to mirror you and point you to within. Because the ultimate gift that travels with you beyond this lifetime <laughs> across all time and space is the lessons you've learned, not just on an earthly level, like a lot of people when they talk about soul lessons, they think, oh, I learned not to get into a relationship too quickly, or I learned not to make this mistake or that mistake. Those aren't the lessons of our soul. Those are very temporary, earthly constructs. They don't carry over. The things that carry over is the extent to which you know yourself. Is the extent to which you found the truth of who you are. Raising your vibration and, and really walking this path of the journey of the soul is not about accumulating more information. It's actually about undoing all illusions of the false self and coming home to the full truth of who you really are as a child of God, as one with God. And that journey is actually a lot more simple. It's more about the undoing. It's the knowing yourself and the knowledge is the most simple, <laughs> most, most easily digestible Right? Maybe not to our human minds right now, but to consciousness it is. It's the, the simplest truth of oneness. The simplest truth of love. And this is the journey that our soul is walking. This is the destination. This is the home that we're coming back to. This is the truth that we're leaning into. And everything that we experience on this earth is meant to serve as a catalyst in that journey of the soul. And... This truly means that whatever happens in the external reality doesn't matter. 
what you create, what you accomplish, these things don't ultimately matter as much as what you've created and shifted on the inner planes. Because when you die, your accomplishments, your achievements, the things you have gained in material form die with you. Most likely within three generations will be forgotten. There's people, of course, who create a legacy that long outlives them, but even that legacy will eventually pass away. Nothing in physical form lives forever. It is all temporary, which means it's not the point. It means it's only ever serving something in the inner space. It's only ever serving the soul. Now we live in a society and a world where our worthiness and our success is measured by our external results. The things we have manifested into physical form. Our worth is measured by our accomplishments. Our worth is measured by the money that we've made. Our worth is measured by our ability to provide for ourselves, to take care of ourselves in this physical reality, whether we have a degree, whether we've gone to school, what kind of career we have. And there's no standard, right? There's really no <laughs> standard set of rules of, of what you need to do or be in order to be worthy. It, it differs for every person because it differs on their experience and what they've been taught and their beliefs and their perspective. So really, we're not even talking about a, a really solid construct here. We're not talking about, about a set of rules that define your success or define whether people believe you are successful. You could be the most quote-unquote successful person in the eyes of, of most of society and there will still be people who will look at you and think that you're you're a manipulator or you're, you're, you're evil or what you've done isn't right or you shouldn't have this money right. It doesn't really matter what you accomplish on the physical plane. There is no really set standard of success there. And yet we put so much pressure on ourselves to create and manifest this external success. And the way that this inhibits us and the way that this holds us back in a lot of ways is we believe the same thing that other people do. It's not just the world around us telling us we need to be successful in order to be worthy. It's our own inner voice too, which is why so many of us come into the spiritual space and come into the spiritual wor wor world and we're instead of, of using the external as a tool to strengthen the internal, we use the internal as a tool to strengthen the external. Our focus is still primarily on what we want to manifest and create in life around us. And I want to be clear on the point that there's nothing wrong with wanting to create a fun, magical, wonderful life filled with the things that you love to do. I encourage every single person to follow their dreams and to pursue creating things that light them up and that excite them, that allow them to play while they are here on earth. But also just recognizing that these external accomplishments aren't the point. They aren't the destination. They're not why we're here. Those are all temporary things serving the internal. The universe is a mirror serving the consciousness of God, serving the consciousness of the collective, serving the evolvement 
the evolution of consciousness. And so while we get to play in these realms and we get to create and manifest in these realms and, and discover our own soul through the external manifestation, it's not the point. And when we place so much value on what we've created on the external planes, oftentimes we lose touch with the spiritual growth and the spiritual evolution that we're going through. We lose touch of the true progress that we're making. We, we tend to miss the moments that are invitations into deeper self-knowledge, into deeper relationship with God, because we don't like what the external looks like. We don't like what's manifested in front of our eyes. And instead of taking that as an opportunity to go deeper into ourselves, we try to control and manipulate the external and we feel angry about it and we feel dissatisfied and we, we think to ourselves, well, how can I do something different? How can I change this? Rather than recognizing this mirror that's being held up for us to go deeper into ourselves, to be cracked open, we've learned to value the external results so much that we have placed all value and all importance off of the growth and the evolution of our own soul here on earth, which is truly in actuality the only thing that we're taking with us. Even if your money, your status, your legacy, even if these things outlive you beyond the day that you die, you personally do not take them with you. The moment you die and you leave earth, you leave those things behind. The only thing you take with you is who you became during your time on earth. Who you became on this journey. The growth that you experienced. That is what, that's what lives, that's what comes with you. That's what follows you into infinity. That is what what brings you back to the source of all life, which brings you back to oneness, is self-knowledge. It's that, that deep shift and alchemical process that takes place on the internal planes. Now, the reason I'm making this episode and the reason I'm talking about this is because beyond all else, beyond all other things, what we long for most deeply is freedom. What we long for as humans most deeply is to feel worthy of love, is to be free, to feel at peace. Like we, 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 at our core, at our root essence, the reason we're doing all of these external things and trying to create all these things is because we are so desperately within the, the center and the depth of our being, we just want to be okay. We just want to feel safe. We just want to feel loved. We just want to feel like we finally arrived somewhere and we can finally rest. We can finally take a deep breath and exhale and say, okay, I'm safe now. I don't have to try anymore. I don't have to do anymore. I'm okay now. I'm safe. That is what we desire more deeply than anything else. And so when we're creating all of these external things, trying to manifest all of these realities, we're really most deeply in search of that feeling. We're most deeply in search of getting to that place where we feel like, okay, I've made it now. I'm okay. I'm, I'm safe. 
And whatever that safety might look like, right? Maybe it's the approval of the people in your life. Like finally, finally, my dad's proud of me. Finally, my mom approves of what I'm doing. Finally, my friends believe in me. Whatever it is, we're looking for something outside of us, which, which at the end of the day is most deeply our own satisfaction, right? Our own approval, our own sense of, okay, I finally done enough. I finally, I finally arrived. I finally made it. And we learn from many people, I'd say all people who have attained any sense of material success, according to society standards, that that, that place that we're seeking, it doesn't lie at the other end of having a lot of money or the other end of having material success. That place that we're most deeply seeking doesn't lie there. It's not in the external. It doesn't exist outside of us. It doesn't exist out here. It's a sense, a stamp of approval, a stamp of love, a stamp of enoughness and worthiness that we're only ever going to be able to find within, that we're only ever going to be able to give ourselves. And, and the deeper truth beneath that is that we've always been that. We've always been worthy. We've always been enough. We've always been safe. That is the truth of God. That is the truth that we most innately rest in that we're trying to return home to. We're trying to return home to our relationship with God, with source, to rest in the, the innocence of our being. The innocence, the vulnerability in the, in the sense of I am and that is all that I need to be. I am and that is all that I need to be. I am and that is all that makes me worthy. That is all that, like it's just that. It's I am and that's all I need to be. I am safe in being who I am. I am loved in being who I am. I am worthy in being who I am. No external result or situation is going to bring me any level of worthiness, of enoughness that I don't already have, of safety that I don't already have. I already am all that I am seeking in the external world. I already am that. That is the deepest truth that life is mirroring back to us that life is bringing us home to to that place where we can finally take a breath where we can finally soften and relax where we don't feel like we have to have our walls up where we don't feel like we have to constantly be doing something or seeking something or working towards something because we've already arrived we're already there and when you're already there when you've already arrived now you're in the field of creativity. Now you're in the field of play. Now you're in the field of, okay, I, I'm already enough as I am. I have everything that I could possibly need within me. Now from this place, what do I want to do for fun? How do I want to express myself? How do I want to be artistic? And that's the place where now you're, you're working in the realm of God. You're working with no attachment to the physical form. You're working with no attachment to the outcome. There's this 
energy that's freed up because you're not clinging on to anything in the external world. You're not grasping on to something outside of you that you need to make you feel fulfilled. And so you've created this freedom. You've, you've cleared up this energetic space for life to work with you, to move with you because you're not trying to control it. And so together with life, you're moving this dance of freedom of expansion. You focus your energy on a goal and creativity and joy and, li and life and you, the universe mirrors that to you. You receive the goal. You receive the creativity. You receive the joy. Everything that you're seeking is mirrored back to you in your external reality because you're moving as one with the universe because the universe is only ever that mirroring mechanism for you. And so that freedom, that, that freedom that you're most deeply longing for, that life that you're most deeply longing for, lies within you. It comes from within. And I want to share something personal right now. I want to share a personal story and I want to share what I have been moving through in my life and how this applies and how this is like the part of the journey that I'm on right now where I am setting myself free, where I am liberating myself. I have spent the past three years in pursuit of of having my business be successful, of finding this passion, finding this dream, this thing that I love more than anything in the world and wanting to, wanting to have that be the thing that makes me money, have that be the thing that, that provides for me, have that be the thing that I'm successful at. And so I've been on this journey of trying to create this external reality. And, and meanwhile, all the while, while I've been trying to create this external business and the success, I've been feeling this sense of of not having arrived yet, the sense of unworthiness, the sense of, you know, once I get there, once I have that successful business, then I'll be worthy, then I'll be enough. And this constant projection of, of I'm not there right now, but it's like, it's in the future, right? So it's like, right now, I feel like I'm a fraud. And right now I feel like I'm not enough. But that, that savior, that, that end result, like, oh, if I just get that business and I have those clients and I have that money, then I will finally believe in myself. Then I'll finally have made it. Then I'll finally be enough. And the past three years of my life have been this accumulation of just energy being put into the creation of this business while never truly feeling worthy of having it because I was never there, right? And meanwhile, I have all these people in my life looking at me, right? They want me to be successful. They want me to be able to provide for myself. They want me to be able to be able to make money. And there's this, this constant pressure of, of wanting to, I mean, like at the deepest level, if I really think about it, it's not even really about, about provision. It's just wanting to finally feel like I'm enough, wanting to prove myself, wanting to be worthy of their love, of, of their approval, of, of them finally looking at me and saying, I don't have to worry about her. So I don't have to worry about myself, right? It's like that sense of safety that I'm looking for in this external result. And the past three years for me, I've known a lot of ups and downs. I've, I've made money. I've lost money. I've, I've been thriving and in this energy of success and, and really just like doing well financially. And I've been at the fucking rock bottom of debt. I've been, I've literally slept in my car, not had a home. Like I've been through the extremities of it all. And through this journey of the past three years, I have gained so much. The internal transformation that I've been on has been absolutely insane. I have been brought 
to my knees so many times and I have been brought back to God, I feel more free now than I've ever felt in my life. I feel more at peace now than I've ever felt in my life. There's been this inner evolution, this inner journey that I have been on. And yet in my physical reality right now, I'm at this, this, at the edge of a cliff in a sense. I'm at, I'm at this, I'm in, I'm in the darkness of nothingness. I'm in the womb of the mother, the divine mother God being reshaped, being rebirthed, being reborn. Everything that I had has been stripped away from me. I'm naked on the floor, stripped bare. All illusions have been removed. Everything external has been destroyed and fallen to the ground. Everything that did not have a stable foundation anchored into God and anchored into truth has been stripped down to the ground. And I am laying here naked in the ruins of all illusion and all lies. And I am resting in the holding space, the breath of God. I feel a homecoming that I've never felt before. It's like this, these past three years of my life have been of the deepest, most integral service to my evolution and to my being and to my soul journey. And I'm not even worried about the future. It's like, I know God. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can create in the light of God. I'm not scared of what the future holds. I don't look at the past three years of my life and see failure. I look at inner growth. I look and I see treasure. I look and I see what these past three years of my life have brought me and who I have evolved into and how I found so much more of myself, how I found God over the past three years. These past three years have served me the deepest medicine of evolution, of growth, of self-love, of God. And now I'm here and it's like I'm on a clean slate. I get to create a new. I'm actually back in the place now that I left three years ago to start this journey. I'm literally in all senses of the word. I am at the zero point. I have nothing. I have no plan. I've, I'm, I'm back to the zero point that I started at. But I am blossoming like a flower. I am a new being. My soul has been on this journey and I am excited about what's next. I'm confident about what's next. I'm excited about what I'm creating and co-creating with God. Yet the interesting thing is that every single person in my life that isn't on this journey, that doesn't understand, that's not in relationship with God, that maybe doesn't believe in God or doesn't doesn't know God on that deeper level, and that's their journey. Every single person who doesn't value that internal growth is looking at me right now, pointing their finger and saying, you have failed. Looking at me as if I've wasted three years of my life. Looking at me as if I've just, I like I'm back to where I started and I have nothing and I'm a loser. That's that is in essence, like just to be really rough with it. 
There's a lot of people in my life right now who I feel that projection, whose eyes I feel on me so intensely judging me and trying to tell me now, right? Okay, you did it your way. You followed the spiritual path. You followed God. You followed your dreams. Now it's time to be a little more realistic. Now it's time to do the thing that's safe. Why don't you follow our plan? Why don't you get a career? Why don't you go to school and get a degree doing something practical? Why don't you go pursue a career that actually can make you money that's credible? Why don't you go do something that we believe you will be safe in? They don't see the internal growth. And, and on a deep level, they don't care. And not because they they don't want to care or they don't feel like they care. It's because when they look at me, they don't see me. They don't see my soul. They don't see who I am. They don't see God. They don't see any part of me except for their own projections. They've projected their own mind onto me and they see their own belief systems, their own ideas, their own worst fears and nightmares and their deepest desires mirrored back to them when they look to me. I am like a a clean slate, a mirror for their mind to project onto. And every experience that I've had, everything that I am right now, they cannot see what is truly there. They can only see what their mind will allow them to see and believe. And so they look at me and they're scared. They look at me and they want to jump in and they want to they want to protect me. They're like, well, you, why don't you do this? And why don't you? And they, they feel this judgment and this fear of, of the unknown, not understanding. Like, how, how can I have walked through the depth, the depth of hellfire, the depth of, of everything that everybody is so terrified of? And I remember actually sitting at a place, this is maybe, I want to say maybe even four months ago. It's not that long ago. I was on the edge of losing everything. I was right there where I was like, everything that I have is about to, to be gone. I'm about to lose it all. And I knew it was happening and I was gripping on and I was so afraid. And I remember praying to mother Mary and I prayed to her and I asked her, I said, I said, I'm scared. I'm scared that if I fail and I lose everything, then people aren't going to believe in God. People people are going to look at me. People who've been watching me, who have projected onto me, okay, she's following this spiritual path. Let's see how she does. And if they see me fail, if they see me fail, quote unquote, in the external world and lose everything, they're not going to believe in God. And Mother Mary came to me. I remember so clearly seeing a vision of her in my mind's eye. And she said, what greater testimony to God's love than to walk through what everybody is so afraid of, to walk where people fear going the most, and to walk it with your head raised high, with peace, with clarity, with love, with confidence, to walk it without fear. What greater testimony to God's love than to walk where everybody is so afraid to go and to walk it fearlessly? And that's truly 
what these past three years have been for me and what this moment right here has been for me. I have been in, I've been in debt. I've been in financial devastation. I've made every mistake that people are so terrified of making. Everything that people, when they think of following their hearts and following their dreams and all the things that could possibly go wrong, I have walked through it. I have lived it all. I have been there. And through it all, I have kept my peace. I have kept my groundedness. I have kept my focus. I've been unafraid. I've kept moving with the light of God. And now here I am. And people think that I've been buried, but I haven't been buried. I've been planted. And here I am in the womb. I'm the seed in the darkness. Held in the loving arms of the mother ready to blossom and to sprout and come to life. Come into full expression of the light that I am. And people look at me and they believe that I have failed. They see failure and they're afraid. And this right here is a place that many of us will find ourselves in throughout the course of our life. Because let me tell you, following the path of your heart, following the path of your soul, it's not going to be instant success. It's not going to be the, like, I think people get onto the spiritual path and they're expecting like, oh, I'm going to manifest all these riches in this external perfect life. And it's just going to come. It's just going to happen. And then that's going to be it. And I'm going to be happy and free right? And not really wanting to take accountability and ownership of of the actual soul growth that has to happen for you to get to the place where that is the most easeful, effortless manifestation of your being. Not of what you're manifesting, of who you're being, of what you're calling in, thrust through the energy of your beingness, what you're manifesting in your most natural state of just existence, of breathing, of being. That is the kind of life we're talking about here. And, and that takes time. There's a journey that gets to be walked to get there. And it's not always going to look picture perfect and pretty in the external. And that's okay. It gets to be messy. It gets to be a journey. It gets to have ups and downs and highs and lows. It gets to be human. And it's still, even when it doesn't look picture perfect and it doesn't look pretty and it doesn't look attractive it still gets to be the most perfect, beautiful, transformational, on-purpose journey that you could ever walk. It still gets to be every single thing that you ever needed. It still gets to be the most perfect, divine, nourishing medicine for your soul. And this is the shift in perception, the shift in reality, from taking the focus off of the external And bringing it back home into the internal, into the heart, into the soul. This is where the freedom and the liberation lives. Untangling your need for validation, for feeling like you've accomplished something or you're worthy from the external world. And coming back home into the center of who you are. And finding that worthiness and finding that enoughness and finding that fulfillment and gratification right here in the light of God. 
and what I felt over this past month, having everything fall apart, having everything, being brought to my knees, like I said, being planted. I have many times felt the pressure and the fear and the pain of not being seen and understood by those around me. And something really, really catalyzing in this is my partner, one of his family members had called him yesterday on the phone and basically said about me, you know, you have to cut her off. She's dead weight. She's, she's not bringing anything. She's not providing anything. She's worthless. This, this most, like the deepest, like if you, if you were to put my inner child on a chair, you were to put her in the center and you would ask her what her deepest fear is of, of what, like the thing that keeps her up the most at night, the thing that's her deepest turmoil that she struggles with the most is this idea that her worth is tied to the money that she's made. And and I see how this wound, this belief has not only affected me, it has affected my father, it has affected my ancestors, every single person in my family. I can see how deeply rooted this fear and this attachment and projection of worth onto money lies and goes. And, and, and if you were to put my inner child right there in the center, you were to ask her, you were to really, really look at her, that would be the center, the absolute deepest vine of, of the fear within her would be this belief that if I don't have money, I am worthless. And here I am in physical reality, like in the depth of the soil, in the depth of the darkness of the unknown. The sunlight has not hit me yet. But I am, I am, I am moving through resistance. I'm growing. I'm reaching for the surface, reaching for breath, for oxygen, for light. And this person comes to me and directly mirrors, you have no money and so you are worthless. And what this person asked my partner, they asked, you know, what does she provide for you? And my partner said, she provides me with unconditional love. And the answer was, unconditional love doesn't pay the bills. She's dead weight. You need to cut her off. And so, you know, I'm sharing this not to bring any negativity towards that person or to bring, like, I want you to realize that this happened and I, I cried this morning and I cried in gratitude. I got on my knees and I praised God. I praised the Lord and I thanked this person with all of my heart and my being. I said, thank you. Thank you for meeting me here in the depth of my shadow and mirroring back to me the thing that has imprisoned me most my entire life. Thank you for standing here in front of me and holding this mirror up for me to be a catalyst for me to finally let go of this absolute illusion and insanity of projecting my sense of self-worth onto the world around me. And it's liberating me. Every single person that's in my life that is pointing the finger and, 
and calling failure that's that's looking at me and that sees failure and like I've achieved nothing and like I'm worth nothing. Every person that's disappointed, that's angry, that's rejecting me is holding up a mirror of perfect love, of perfect divine love. I am in this moment being surrounded by angels of light from every direction coming together in the place where I need them the most, in the place where I am. I am literally at the place, at the, at the cusp of breaking through into greatness. I am right there at the edge of the soil, ready to meet the light and to blossom into the most beautiful flower that I am. And they have come together from all places, all directions, all walk of, walks of life, and they are standing around me and they are holding up a mirror of my deepest and greatest fears and insecurities. And through them, I have become liberated. Through that mirror, I have become free. I have been able to let go of the search for external validation of attaching my worth to money. And that right there is the true freedom. That right there is the true liberation. That right there is the path to God. And so if you want to be free from other people's opinions, you want to be free from what other people expect of you, their desires, their expectations, their opinions... If you want to be free from all of those things, then stand humbly and gratefully in the light of the mirror they are holding up to liberate you from your own oppression and your own bullying and your own mind and all the parts of you that are holding yourself back by believing that what they're saying is true. This is how you free yourself. Okay. That is all for me today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing your heart with me. And I will talk to you very, very soon.